When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Explorers, welcome back to the Starfield Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, and I'm with Dave, who is jiving to the intro music. What's I'm up, just dancing it up. It's great content for podcast listeners. Imagine me in a room full of lights, and I'm spinning around wildly, pointing fingers into the air at an erratic pace, excited it, for the podcast today. Are you wearing one of those multicolored suits with the funny hat? Um, yeah, sure. If you want to believe that, this is, yeah, if you want to believe that. Yeah. Well, it's uh, for our audio listeners, they, all they know is what we say. So our words just bring pictures into their minds. It's the magic of audio. Uh, so yeah, picture Dave in one of those funny suits that they dance around in, in the game. So, uh, hey, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> we were going to talk about some more lore. We're going to go over the city of Neon and some of the, the corporations and kind of like what's really going on with that. But we just got some new information today about the new patch coming to Starfield. And this is a rare occurrence. Uh, it's been months and months and months. They've been working on this patch. It is now in beta on Steam, which means if you play Starfield on Steam, you can opt into the beta, you can download that version, you can try it out. Uh, but there's a lot of details here. And I was like, Dave, do we want to do like lore and then a little bit on the patch? And he's like, no, it's patch day. Let's go over the patch notes because there's some, patch day. there's some cool stuff in here. And I was like, okay, cool. Sounds good to me. So. Here's where we are. This is Starfield Update 1.9.47.0, and we have the patch notes. And buckle your seats because Dave and I are going. We're just going to jump into this. We're going to give you some of our thoughts. And so you are also aware, this is in the beta, which means some of these might be different by the time it's actually put in the full game. But most of this will probably carry forward unless they discover some other glitches or something that they, mm -hmm. they can't move that into the main main thing. So so here we are. Here's what they say on the website. It says our latest update is now available in our Steam beta. This update brings over 100 fixes and adjustments, most of which focus on quality of life improvements and quest fixes. Our full list of patch notes is below. We believe we got that pesky asteroid follower this time. We'll talk about that. Uh, we're grateful for all the feedback we've seen and received and we'll continue to monitor and track your issues and critiques. As we noted last year, we'll continue to have a steady stream of updates about every six weeks so if you don't see your uh, issue address below don't lose faith keep sharing your feedback and issues so we can do our best to prioritize thank you again see you in the starfield so confirmation that they're going to keep up with this and that they've been listening to not only our issues like the bugs and things but our critiques of the game what do you think dave good i think i mean i think that's a good outlook i think that they're going to try to really focus on getting those bugs and, and fixing those um 
things that are blocking or are necessarily annoying to players that are pretty like front end, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's a that's a big concern for them is getting their systems as they've desi- as they've designed them working, um, and then focusing on adding onto that. Um, seeing what this DLC is going to be all about. I imagine probably around uh, summertime we'll be finding out about DLC stuff, but um, I think this is all good. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's really cool. So here, let's just dive in. They've sectioned this off into different sections and we'll go yeah. over most of these piece by piece. But some of them we're just kind of going to lump in because it, sure. it gets a little boring if we focus too much on the nitty gritty details of like this one random quest where the door didn't open, you know, that kind of thing. But here, let's get into it. Fixes and improvements. Animation. First first category. There are two main points here. I'm going to put this up on the screen. So if you are listening, you can look up the YouTube version of this episode and you'll see the notes yourself. Animation. Here we go. I'll read these out. And Dave, you give me your thoughts and we'll kind of banter yeah. on this. The, there's two here. The first one says fixed player characters eyes remaining closed instead of blinking in third person view. So this has happened to me because I am playing a character called a Grandpa Goose Galacto. <laughs> uh, Grand- Wait, what? Yeah, he's, I thought he's you were a grandpa. space pirate. Is this the same character? This is a new guy. This is a different I just one. Started new, like not okay. even like New Game Plus. Just like I wanted a new guy because here's the thing: I went and I invested in all these skills. And I was like, well, I don't really like what I like. I don't like what I've made. Yeah, because when you go through the unity spoilers, some of the stuff carries through. (laughs) So, yeah, but I don't like what I've made. I don't like I don't like the person I've become. I've just been I've just been wildly living the Starfield life and there's been no um, uh, changing it. So anyway, I'm playing a character named Grandpa Goose Galacto. (laughs) Uh Um, He's a he's an old man. He's a grandpa. um, And. The, the thing with this bug is I just thought that that was how old people looked in the game. So, so wait, I would so, pan over to him. He'd look like he his eyes like shut and he's got <laughs> this stringy gray hair. I'm like, wow, they really made him old. He can't even see out of his little eye holes. That's weird. That's amazing. I don't think I've come across this, but I also don't look at my character in third person very often. Uh, I'm very much well, a first when you, person. When you have a, a dapper silver fox like Grandpa <laughs> Gus Galacto, then uh, you need to look at him. You need to make sure he's uh, he's really styling. He has that like stringy hair that's like long and mm-hmm. patchy in different places. You know, yeah. you gotta look. Make sure that you like got your grandpa's. What what do we call it? Like grandpa star fashions. Grandpa <laughs> sure. space. Space fashion. You know, star fashion. Retro space. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, so that'll be fixed for you. And then grandpa will all of a sudden have his peepers back. Um, I can see grandchildren <laughs> come here. I can see again. It's a miracle. <laughs> I can see your, God your, Howard. your beautiful faces. Oh, it's been years. <laughs> it's uh, been years. All right. Well, at this pace. I've been stumbling everywhere. <laughs> I think I found this thing called the unity. <laughs> I just went in. Oh man! At this pace, it'll, this, this podcast is going to be ten hours long. Here, the second say, one. Not only the lore, we got patch notes. We man. got Come patch on. notes. All right, we have our own lore to add to this. All right, the second one says addressed rare cases where small animation pops could be seen in third person. So they kind of smoothed out the animation a little bit. Yeah. So hey. Good stuff. If you like to play in third person, which I think more and more people who play Bethesda games do because a lot of YouTubers will do third person stuff so you can see the gear they have and those kinds of things. I think it's becoming more popular, whereas like a decade ago, I don't think anybody really played Skyrim third person, right? Uh, I mean, unless you're, you know, super weird, but I mean, (laughs) I love my weirdo friends, you know? We love you, weirdo friends. There goes 20% of our audience. Um, All right. Next section, creatures and enemies. Uh, Here, I'll put this back up on the screen. Fixed incorrectly invisible creatures on some planets. Did you ever come across this? Uh, no, but I did read this Reddit thread. That was I did too. About, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're talking about how um, they had this encounter on this planet where it's just invisible creatures and they thought it was just the planet of invisible creatures. And so it was like absolutely terrifying. They're like, every creature is invisible. Oh, no. But then yeah, they, and they had um, to use the laser, the lasers on their guns to be able to identify where the creatures were because I guess it refracted the light a little differently. Um, yeah. And they were like, oh, this is a really cool horror planet. But it was just a glitch, <laughs> which makes that sound really cool now. Maybe they should make an invisible creature. Like, what if creatures evolve to be so good at camouflage that they just can turn invisible? 
I mean, that's like what? What do you get? Those those death claws that are just invisible. I forget what they're called. The nightkin. No, the nightkin. Nightkin. Yeah. Nightkin. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the nightkin started as a glitch. You know. Maybe. I mean, they they do have devices that do that, but like maybe these things could evolve naturally. Anyway, the second point here is fixed an issue that could occur on some enemies, causing them to stand instead of falling to the ground. I'm imagining shooting an enemy and it just all of a sudden standing upright rather than toppling over. I, again, I haven't come across this. I've, I've come across, I've come across that one. Um, and I was recently doing the Mantis storyline where you have to go through the Mantis space and everything. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of fighting with that. And I just killed a guy and he just was like, <laughs> <laughs> attention yes sir yeah <laughs> i was like is this guy dead and i go over there and i loot his body and then he's just like now in his underwear or whatever and i'm like all right cool huh. i'll see I you think, later i think now that i think about this i may have come across somebody who was in that state but i didn't like my companion killed them or something and then i looked over and i'm like oh mm. what is that guy and then he just wasn't alive i think i think mm. that has happened um yeah all right so crew and companions here we go. Fixed crew members and companions positioning near the cockpit as fast traveling after fast traveling to the ship. So I guess they don't want them all necessarily in that one spot. Yeah, I've had to punch Cora a few times. I'm not afraid to admit it to <laughs> oh, just geez. get her out of the way. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, so violent. Like, yeah, we've been meaning to talk to you about some some things you've been doing. with your Hey, characters. listen, Grandpa Gus Galactus from a different time. He's from a different time where, you know, the behavior towards children back in the 2100s was, yeah, yeah, you know, different from how it is in the 2300s, you know, back then you didn't have anything in the crib. Now you got to have like a bunch of stuffed animals to keep the babies from like floating away or some stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. They want hugs. What's with that? Yeah. Right. Like hug your children. Okay. I guess it's, it's the future. Uh, All right. Next on this list. Uh, oh man, my internet is being super weird. I'm getting little notifications on my stream. If, if we blip out for anybody, I apologize. Uh, all right, next on the list. Companions fixed a possible control lock when talking to a companion without entering a dialogue while simultaneously trying to exit the ship. I guess this could lock up your game. Yeah, I guess you could do, you know, you could accidentally put the limit on your head and ride the bicycle at the same time and they won't work, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's, we got to keep moving. There's a whole bunch of these. And now we're in the general section. So let's go through, we'll go through a few of these. We'll take a break to kind of talk about the ones that seem most interesting. All right, fixed an issue that prevented Windows users saving if their username featured certain characters. Weird. Uh, Fixed rare save game corruptions on PC. Fixed an issue that could lead to a control lock or a crash after loading a quick save while in the targeting mode. Uh, Fixed player marker following the camera on the surface map. That's a little weird. Fixed a rare issue that could prevent access to the main menu on which uh, on when prompted to press any button to start. Also weird. Body type should no longer reset to default when loading a Starborn save from the main menu. That's also strange. Like your body would just change all of a sudden. I don't I never yeah, across that, that. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, here, let's do some more. Uh, fixed flickering on Neon's trade tower elevator panel. Uh, here, I'll highlight these as we go. Uh, improved the appearance of the Ryujin kiosk material during nighttime, fixed a rare issue with how Sidonia's panel could display the hours without incident. Everybody loves that panel talking about like how many hours they've had with it. I guess they made it more accurate. I don't know. Uh, added optimizations to cloud syncing of save games on uh, Microsoft and Xbox platforms. Uh, improved how crowds behave when desired target is reserved. Not sure exactly what that means. Does that mean somebody's like off limits? I would suppose. I don't know. Dave, you don't know? Uh, yeah, I've never run into anything. I've never had a target reserved. I always call ahead and make sure that they have time at the Outback. <laughs> hey, you got, uh, we're on our way over. Can you got any, any seats? Okay, <laughs> you cool. Any NPCs reserved for me? Any seats open? All right, yeah. Party Just make four. Make sure everyone in the crowd reacts properly. Party four. Make sure, yeah, make sure everyone reacts. Also, I'm coming to shoot you in the head. Cool. Thanks. Bye. Cool. Later. Uh, <laughs> later. Uh, fixed an issue that could cause airlock doors to sometimes appear floating in sky when arriving at locations. Also haven't seen this one, but that seems super cool. Uh, too bad I'll never get to experience that. Uh, oh, or I could just play on the unpatched version until I do. Maybe that's... That's true. That's the new speedrun. Speedrun uh, floating doors percent. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, fixed unintended text appearing on the shipbuilder's UI. Fixed game session not properly resuming from shutdown in energy save modes. That's I'm sure that's a pain. I've had that happen to me several times where it, I go to play it and it's like, oh, I, you started to play this. Guess what? It crashed. You got to start again. I'm like, OK, fine. I'll take the extra two seconds. You bastard. <laughs> right. Come on. What are you doing? Oh, Xbox. Uh, and then one more. Various stability improvements. Oh, thank God. I'm sure there's a whole list of those, but that's that's yeah. what we get. Um, all right, let's let's move into this next section because this is graphics, and these are the things that you may or may not notice a little bit more than some of these crashes and things that you, maybe you didn't get. Like, I don't play on Xbox, so I don't have that Xbox issue, right? Uh, all right, graphics, here we go. Improved widescreen support. I am a fan of this one because I play on an ultra wide. This includes uh, 32 by 9, 21 by 9, which is the screen I have, and even 16 by 10, which is like that's old timey monitor parameters, right? That's I don't know anybody who plays on a 16 by 10 screen anymore, but I guess some people do. So they fixed it. I didn't notice any widescreen issues before. I haven't like this is one of the first this and I guess Fallout 76 so the first two games that they actually implemented widescreen support in a way that like you didn't have to mod it in. So mm. maybe maybe there were still some issues with that and it got better. All right. Added support for stars displaying sun disk geometry. This is one of uh, multiple updates that they've mentioned where they've improved the way the planets and the stars and, and kind of the astronomical stuff looks. So that's pretty cool. Like this one. Shadows can now be seen on planet rings from planet surface. Makes it look a little bit more realistic for your screenshots. I know a number of you out there love taking some really cool screenshots from some really cool locations. Um, here we go. Improved eyes and skin in crowd characters. This they got that retinol, baby. They're getting yeah. that. Uh, yeah, this is one of the ones that people have talked about how they're like, oh, Bethesda characters always look uncanny valley. They're always a little bit awkward looking. I'm interested to see what this actually does and how this actually looks like. Does it fix Everybody's it? looking a lot cuter? I guess. I guess. Take care of the skin and eye issues. Yeah. I guess. Getting that moisturizing cream. Do a little eye mask every night before the NPCs go to bed. They're like, you know what? I want to be reserved today. I <laughs> right. want to be reserved. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to get on that reserve list. Uh, next yeah. on the list, uh, improved reflections on water. That's nice. Improved contact shadows on character skins uh, for different levels of um, quality settings like PC, medium, high, ultra. Also on Xbox. Improved contact shadows on character cloth. That's nice. Improved contact shadows on first person. Improved lighting in character generation menu so a lot of this like lighting and shadow stuff they've been improving so uh, improved lighting on oh I just read that uh, reduction <laughs> reduced the appearance of some minor artifacts during cutscene camera transitions that's nice it's nice to have cutscenes not look weird uh, fl fixed flickering on a number of VFX like sandstorms corrosive liquid pools waterfalls fixed a rare issue where the camera would lock while in head scanner mode whenever f watching flying fauna only on xbox did you come across this one this is super weird no but i'm reading ahead and i've got i've got some thoughts all right well just chime in if i hit one that you got some thoughts I'll i will in. yeah uh-huh all right fixed potential control lock when opening a game menu a moment before triggering a dialogue with another character Okay. Addressed various shadow popping, flickering artifacts, more shadow updates, improved the visibility of the sun's lens flare during sunrise and sunset. That's cool. That'll make for some better, uh, more interesting looking sun sunrises and sunsets. Uh, fixed mm -hmm. a rare issue where foam or grime would not show up. Because sometimes you won't see the bubbles. Sometimes you want to be dirty. You, you want to see the, the, the dirty and then you want to see the bubbles clean the dirty away. That's that's what I say every time I mm -hmm. take a shower. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look at that dirty. Come on, bubbles, mm -hmm. clean the dirty away. All right, let's move on to the next one. Fixed rare flickering VFX that could occur in space. More of this flickering stuff. Fixed rare uh, hair flickering. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't design 3D software, but I would imagine yeah. there's probably a similar thing going on with things that flickering is a very weird word. Kind of feels <laughs> dirty to me, you know. Yeah. But also, is like you know, it's supposed to be spooky. Like all the lights are flickering. But like you would also maybe find an elf named flickering if you went to Santa's workshop. Like it's a very okay. strange word. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what word always felt dirty to me? 
Um, you know, when you're driving near an interstate and there's like a little road that kind of goes adjacent to the interstate and it's almost always called a frontage road. Yeah. Frontage sounds like something that you would rate a movie R for. (laughs) Yeah. For frontage. Yeah. Frontage. Yeah. There's frontage. That's something a police would write a report on. Be like inappropriate frontage on. Yeah. Alex Casey or yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. An appropriate friend, friendage in, in front of this bar. <laughs> Please stop right. exposing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next on the list. Uh, <laughs> fixed occasional flicker of digiframes and TV screens. Lots of fixer, ficker, flicker fixes. Uh, adjusted the appearance of bloom when activating the hand scanner. Improved the appearance of clouds during weather transitions. Fixed rare cases where alignment of grass and wind could appear disconnected because you gotta it's gotta make sense when the wind blows that it's moving the grass right yeah this is interesting though this idea that there's digital wind in on the planets like i never thought about this like if you have a tree or grass or something that shows the movement of the wind then you animate the tree to make it look like it's blowing in the wind right Mm-hmm. But it's uh, I would assume they have at least some sort of setting that applies wind to the conditions like I never noticed while boosting, like getting blown around. But maybe I need to pay more attention. Yeah, maybe that's like a physics thing that they have addressed. Because I know a lot of things are getting more into that, like physics based, like unreal and every like all the major engines are going more physics based rather than animation based. Um, and so it's like naturally like mo- like foliage and stuff naturally like going through the wind. Programmers don't have to really 100% program the leaves going through, but they have to set the different, like, you know, strength of whatever as, like, the wind goes through it. That's me explaining how to program a video game after never really actually programming a video game, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. All right, next on the list, reduced bloom intensity effect while motion blur is active. I guess those two things weren't working well together. Uh, Here, I'll put it back up on the screen. Addressed issue with concealment effect not always applying when using the hand scanner. Okay. Mm. Fixed visible edge of the ocean in the distance when seen from a very high point of view. I haven't been to this one is interesting because did somebody go to the top of a mountain and be like, holy fuck, the earth is flat. (laughs) Maybe, maybe maybe it's perpetuating flat flat earther conspiracies. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's um, I don't, I've never come across this. Although I've spent most of my time on planets that didn't have an ocean or at least I didn't land near the ocean and mm-hmm. f- uh, a few weeks into the game I realized I was like you know what I really haven't seen an ocean so I actually went out and started looking f- for landing sites that were close to water that would show the ocean eventually I found one and I was like okay that's the ocean <laughs> I did it did it did ran around it. in the water a little bit and I was like all right I guess this is how oceans are rendered in the game and then from that point on, I haven't really thought about it too much all right. Next on the list, uh, fixed rare white flickering dots around characters' hair during cutscenes. I have seen this. Have you noticed this one? I haven't been paying attention to my character's hair in cutscenes. No. It's like these weird little. It's a, a artifacts, kind of like the flickering hair itself. It's like these little pixelated artifacts, if I remember correctly. Generally, if you see that in real life, you should go to the doctor. Yeah, that's that, just my thought. For me, that means a migraine's about to hit. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's just about to go down, man. Oh, no. Don't, don't, no white flickering. All right, uh, fix the readability issue in the star map when using large menu font mode. Okay. Uh, cool. I don't, I don't use large menu font mode. I don't use big mode, fonts. But, okay, I'm sure that, if that's, I don't know how many people that's happening to, but it's fixed. Uh, fixed inventory menu occasionally failing to generate previews when using a mouse. I use a mouse and I haven't really noticed this one. So when you play on Xbox, uh, fixed a brief depth of field issue that sometimes occurred when aiming, alt tabbing or leaving a dialogue screen. I did notice some wonkiness with the depth of field. This may may address that. Mm. Uh, fixed occasional lighting transition issues after loading or exiting a location more lighting updates fixed an issue that could cause intermittent bands to appear in distant fog cool fixed a rare issue that could cause fog color to appear inconsistent fixed a rare issue that could cause rocks to disappear near the player on the planet the surface of a planet that feels like one of those like mip map sort of things where the game unrenders things at a certain distance I mean, mid maps are for textures where right. it does lower resolution textures, but at the same time, like the rocks you can see up close at a certain distance, they're so small. So the game stops rendering them to save 
frames and stuff. Right. It's like when people were using like people in cyberpunk were using scopes to look at night city. And then like the cars were just like, they looked like little cardboard cars. Yes. That, like you'd stand up and they were just like moving across the screen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they were basically you like to, you rectangles. Don't need to render those, but they're, they're yeah. out there at a far enough distance. If it's a very low detail, you can't tell, but when you zoom right. in, so it seems like maybe some of the stuff that was closer to you was unrendering in ways that it wasn't supposed to. Uh, all right, we're almost at the end of the graphics. Fixed a crash that could occur when switching to DLSS, DLSS with dynamic resolution active on PC. That's good because a lot of people are using DLSS in order to get better frames. Uh, fixed flickering and delayed shadow sometimes occurring after unpausing the game. More shadow and flicker fixes. Fixed various FSR2 and DLSS artifacts, noise, black dots, and ghosting. That's great because they implemented that, I believe, in the last patch, even though that was months ago now. Uh, but now they're they're continuing to improve it. Fixed flickering when using the hand scanner with DLSS enabled. So that's good. Uh, I, I didn't notice that. I've been using DLSS. I hadn't noticed that one, but maybe I'll look for it if I play later. Uh, fixed initial lighting conditions when landing on a planet. Okay. Fixed lighting at 73 locations. So it seems like they've gone through and just been I guess let me back up there's a lot of question as to like if Baldur's Gate 3 can just drop new patches every week why is Starfield taking so long and we've heard from Todd Howard himself that they have like 240 people still working on Starfield but I would imagine that going through all of these different locations and especially doing something like improving lighting at 73 different locations takes a lot of time Things like that. So I would imagine that since all of these have similar uh, fundamental code, I would assume, with shadows and lighting and flickering and all of that, that you would also want to make sure that that actually looks correct across so many different places you can go before putting it out there. So this might give us some insight into why this has taken as much time as it has. All right. One more. Yeah. One more on this list. Fixed various geometry, texture and ghosting issues. So there you go. That's that's the graphic stuff. I would love to hear from any of our listeners or viewers. Uh, join us on the Discord. Let us know if you've come across any of these issues, what issues that you've been experiencing, think that they really need to focus on for the next patch, all of that. Um, but we've got to take a break. We've got some more stuff to go over. We have to go thank our patrons, and we'll be right back. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, Dave's dancing in his dance suit again to the music of the transition. Uh, thank you to our space lord, 
Commander Marcus Shepard for supporting the show and to all of our other patrons. If you would like to get ad free episodes, cool looking T-shirts that are exclusive to the Patreon or sticker versions or join us on our patron chats, then head over to patreon.com slash Starfield Lorecast. Check everything out. Uh, we've got um, 31 days in this month, but we have an episode coming up next week that's a regular episode. And then on the 29th, which is a Monday, we usually record our patron episodes on Monday. So the next patron episode will be on the 29th. You've got plenty of time to sign up if you want to join us for that. And we'd love to have you as a guest on the show. Also, if you'd like to help us out in other ways, you can leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You just need an account. You don't need to listen on the platform. But those reviews make their ways across the internet, and they, they're very helpful. Uh, and we got some two new ones that came in. Dave, check this out. We've got Alibama in the United States who writes, Great job. Thanks for explaining the differences between the UCFS Collect and House Varun, also the story of the Narion War as well. It has made the game a lot more interesting now that I know the backstory for each group and what they are about. Enjoying the podcast. So thanks, Ollie. And we've got one more. It's easy. I like having a reminder of what's going on, you know? Like, I yeah. like having that reminder because sometimes I get lost up in it. You know, even me. Even me. <laughs> even, if somebody needs to make a podcast for me where we do the podcast and then I can. Oh, wait, never mind. Sorry. You know, yeah. somebody else should just do our show for us and then we can go <laughs> listen to their show. Uh, and then we can do a show. Yeah. And then we can just like <laughs> write down all the things they say and then we'll just say what they said. That'll make it so much easier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> instead of having to piece things together and put up a clue board. Somewhere. Show notes. No, nah, we're just going to export. Research. We're just going to use what? AI to export the audio and put it on a page and we're just going to read it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be yeah. super dumb. Uh, we have another one from Flow390 in the United States who writes, Best Starfield Lore Podcast. As someone who has looked forward to the game since E3 2018, yeah, tell me about it, and has been playing it a ton since early access, I was hoping to find something that I could listen to and hear more about Starfield while at work. This podcast nails it. The style of the show and the content that dives deeper into the universe of Starfield is great. I'll be diving into the Elder Scrolls and Fallout Lorecasts as well now after finding this one since I've played and enjoyed those games a ton. Great podcast. Podcast. Yeah, thank you. Join join the network of shows. I do those other shows, but there's plenty of other shows. Uh, Dave does rad rolls. So if you're into Elder Scrolls and Fallout and Starfield and that kind of stuff, you probably will like that as well. Lots of great shows to check out. So Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So thank you for taking the time to do that, for rating the show on Spotify, for sharing it with your friends, all the, all the regular stuff. We really do appreciate you. All right, let's move on with the rest of the show. <laughs> All right, Dave, it's time to talk about Outposts, cool. which is neither one of our specialties, although we've talked well, with a number of people who do them a lot more than we do. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to take the next two sections. I'm going to take Outposts and Powers, and Go I'm going to read. I'm going to read it. Let's do it. Look at me. Let's I'm do it. I'm the captain now. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Outpost reader now. Outpost fixed a rare missing terrain issue that could occur after fast traveling to an outpost near New Atlantis. Guess where my outpost is for Grandpa Gus Galacto near New Atlantis? Because who's wants to fly to some system where you don't you're just out there, you're just like living life out there, as opposed to just having a place right beside New Atlantis? You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean that makes sense. I can build all my storage containers there because like this is it's just my like little it's my little raccoon nest that I just keep all my little things in <laughs> and I just like stuff them in these little containers and I gotta go get more aluminum to make more containers and stuff all my little. So stuff wait, so you've you've created like gran Grandpa's shack in the backyard? Yeah, this is basically. like my like hoarding. I'm like hoarding Grandpa, and I just like I stuff everything into this little thing. Cool. Did you notice any missing terrain? No. Okay. But I mean, I'm glad that I'm glad that it's worked on because maybe one day I'll I'll show up and there won't be any terrain. Yeah, because you don't want to go back to Grandpa's shack and then all of a sudden there's no floor, there's no ground anymore right. under the shack. I mean, that's that's dangerous. That that's, could be dangerous. Yeah, that's yeah, an yeah. OSHA issue. Uh, if Grandpa's employing people at his shack, which I'm not sure he is. I you know crews and and followers and all that stuff got to sign them to do something. Anyways, anyways, all right. Next, an issue that would cause bulldozed objects to reappear when returning to an outpost. Guys, I got rid of this yesterday. What the heck, man? This you rock regrew. I got rid of you. Why are you here? What are you doing here? Yeah, some planets have out. weird biology. They have actual living rocks that after you remove them, they just grow back. They come back. Yeah, it's part of it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, fix an issue that caused hazard damage to remain even when the hazard was removed by bulldozing an outpost. Similar kind uh, of thing. Yeah. Similar kind of thing. Yeah. Fix an issue where outpost cargo links would be removed from the terminal list if connected, disconnected, then reconnected to another cargo link during the cargo ship landing sequence. Oh my God. That's so specific. Oh, this man. is why they need people to report bugs because. Like, even if you were on the QA team and you were, like, testing or, like, any of the the staff that's been playing this game, like, what is the chance that you did that specifically in that way? And then, like, during a landing sequence, like, you're going to be disconnecting and reconnecting stuff as you build things. Right. But during a landing sequence, landing specific, sequence yeah. like, that's so specific. All right, it's one more. Specific. One uh, more fix an issue where weapon cases built by the player in an outpost would populate with weapons and ammo after reloading the game. That doesn't seem like a feature. I mean, that doesn't seem like a bug. That seems like a feature. <laughs> seems like a feature. Um, Why would you take this away? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like I built this case to house things, and it's how you grow. Much like the rocks in this game, it's how you grow stuff. I'm growing bullets, I'm growing and bullets laser and cartridges mm-hmm. on my walls with cases. Did you know that if you build a bookcase, the books will just grow there? Like that's just a life tip. I haven't tried. I need to set up some more bookcases and just hope they fill in. You should. Um, the future do, is very mysterious. I'm going to do powers now, but I'm going to do them in reverse order because I want to talk about the last, the first one the most, and I want to save it for last. All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. Powers. Solar flare power now accounts for critical hits. There you go. Fix an extreme speed that would occur in zero G when using phase time power. So I wonder if that's like phase time, and then you just like like you flash what? yourself forward yeah and like break the sound barrier or some stuff like extreme that. this is as descriptive as, as it is extreme speed that could occur in zero g when using so if you get out of your ship in space and then you use phase time you can just like <laughs> you just like fly around you could i guess wow could All right. Some of this, some of this is good because you may want to try doing some of these things before they patch them out of the game. Uh, the last one is fixed a rare issue that could cause phase time power to remain enabled. Hello, my name is Grandpa Gus Galacto, and I have um, been a victim of the phase time power lasting for too long. Um, it just lasts and lasts, and it doesn't go away. And then you're at the bottom of a dungeon and you're just moving in slow-mo through the whole thing. Like when you're doing slow-mo to like shotgun some people or do whatever in the game, that's mm-hmm. great. But once it's once you're done, like I realized that I don't want to be in slow-mo 100% of the time. Because <laughs> right? that's just like you're trying to pick up stuff and you got to hold that button. You, know, the, you want that. You this is the that, opposite that of Games Done Quick, which is going right now and raising a lot of money for cancer, which you should go watch after you're done yes. listening to this. But yeah, no, you don't want to be in slow motion the whole time. I think uh, from what I've seen in the community, phase time is one of the most popular powers. So I would imagine yes. that a lot of people have encountered this one. Yes, um, it is. It is vats for people who um, r- like vats. Um, yeah, vats for vats. <laughs> yeah. So there's this whole list after this about quests and random encounters. Most of these are like when you're in this one encounter and you do this one little thing in the corner of the room at midnight after the crow crows and somebody's hand disappears and then grows back and it's like what okay so a lot of these are very specific to very specific quests it's a good thing they're fixing them because some of them are a little bit game breaky some of them are just a little bit weird uh if there's a specific quest you're having issues with i recommend just looking up the list and seeing if it's on the list to fix um if you're if you're curious about that or wondering like oh maybe i can finally finish that quest or whatever uh it's in the list it's in the list it's in the list to fix. It's in the list. It's part of that list that we fixed. It's in the quest list. I fixed all these quest lists in the list. It's in the list. There you go. That's great. What was that originally? What song was um, that originally? It, it I recognize the, the melody. It was oh, Monster the, Ma- Mash. the Monster Mash. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I knew the melody. I know you're riffing on something. Um, mm-hmm. Now we have this whole section with ships and ship customization. Do you want to do these or should I? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got it. you, man. Fix another case that could cause an asteroid to follow the ship in space. Um, so the this one floats- is wonderful. Yes. I love that sometimes asteroids decide to just follow your ship around. 
and they thought it's they fixed the it. It's a living rock system that Bethesda oh. has implemented. Yeah, they thought they fixed it. They didn't fix it. There was actually multiple things that could cause it to happen, and so now they think they might have actually fixed it. That's wonderful. I've never noticed an asteroid following my ship, but... I haven't uh, either, but it sounds fun. That sounds like a perk. That sounds like a Wacky Wasteland perk. You know, it's just like, your pet rock. Yeah. You just got a pet rock. It would be called Pet Rock, and it just follows you around. Yeah. It's just stuck to the gravity of your ship somehow. Possibly. Uh, fixed a ship hatch being marked inaccessible after swi- switching to a new home ship. That's probably fixed a pain an in the issue butt. where the ship could end up in an unintended state by simultaneously attempting to fast travel during a grav jump. Man, that sounds like a good way to get a cheat code. You know, yeah. like that's like, hey, have you ever tried to grav jump and then fast travel at the same time? You go to the next dimension, man. Yeah, like it's, you just it's the modern equivalent of phasing through the wall in Super Mario Brothers. Right. It's like, have it's you like, tried to like do the blah, blah, blah? It'll blow your mind. You're fast traveling and grab jump. You're moving to double fast somehow. It breaks the game. Uh, fix an issue that could occur when fast traveling during ship targeting mode. Fix an issue that could occur when entering ship targeting mode immediately after selecting a grab jump. Fix an issue that caused non- non-functional ladders to appear when the player modified their ship with the Taiho all in one berth, top A, and a Demos one by one. Wow, I sound like a total dork today. <laughs> this is amazing. Like just like fake ladders show up, and you're like, why can't I climb the ladder? And you have no it's idea for, that it's for decor. Yeah, it's just it's one of these two things you you modified your ship with, and all of a sudden now you have fake ladders. That's weird. Although fake ladders would be appropriate if this was anything other than Starfield, because ladders in other games don't work. So fixed an issue where the legendary ship could take too long to resume firing after the weapons were repaired. So I know that there's some legendary ships that you can fight in the game. It's kind of like oh secrets and mysteries. They're they're out there. Um, this sounds like good space combat. So moving on, space combat should now match ground combat difficulty increase with successive trips through the Unity. So this so, one's uh, interesting. Do you know about this one? I don't know about this one. Yeah. So the modifiers that they built into the game that affect how much damage you do and how much damage you take all apply to actual person to person combat. So every time you go through the Unity, you get a 5% debuff for taking damage like you take five percent more damage and you get a five percent uh debuff as well for how much damage you do mm. so if you go so through it's and like it an caps, diff- it, mm. yeah it makes the game slightly more difficult just slightly every time you go through so and it caps at like i believe 50 percent. so if you go through the unity 10 times now you're doing half damage and you're taking double damage and this applied to physical actual person combat, but it didn't apply to, to ships. The ship combat was the same, but that wasn't intended. So now they've made it so ship combat also becomes mm. more difficult. Interesting. Well, I didn't even realize that was a one ship in a play over. I might enjoy that a little bit more, but you know, we're just we're just spitballing ideas here. Anywho, <laughs> right, uh, right. fix an issue where loading an exit save made while docked to a space station could cause names of the ships to change. Oh, that's fun. Name randomizer. Yeah. I wonder what they name it. Like the Raven. Quote the Raven. Nevermore, your ship's name will be <laughs> Captain Poe <laughs> pilots the Raven. <laughs> That's another character we should make. The Captain, Captain Poe. Captain yeah, Poe. He's just like obsessed with the marine literature. Right. Um, and he talks like morose like this all the time. Yeah, he lives on a rainy planet. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, fixed markers not pointing to the current home ship after performing a save load between different ships. Okay. Fixed an issue. Fixed an issue. Oh, I found a typo. I found a typo. Oh, a no. Note. Fixed an issue, not in issue, which is what they have. Dang. I've got to add a, add a. All right. Fixed in issue that could cause the frontier to incorrectly appear if a non home ship was removed from landing pin. Addendum fixed an asterisk. There you go. I think you should apply for a job as a copyright editor at Bethesda because you just proved that you can do the job. Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. Here I am, the grammar police. <laughs> All right. Uh, so two last sections. We've got skills and weapons and items here. Let's jump into skills. Rejuvenation skill VFX no longer replay whenever the hand scanner is opened in third person. I'm going to have to try this out because I have not seen it. Surveying, fixed surveying challenge progress issue with mineral resource. 
Uh, I think I may have had this because I've noticed that like, you know, there's a quest. What's the one quest where it's like get 5000 iron or whatever. You, you know, like some of those. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it. there's sometimes where like this may have affected it. And it was like, I t- I've totally just got some more iron, but it didn't up mm. the number. What's going on? Uh, maybe that's uh, associated with that. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Uh, and then one more targeting control systems, fixed inconsistencies with level three and four. Don't know what that means, but. If it makes there it were work. some inconsistencies in the levels. Yeah, if it makes Clearly. it work the way it's supposed to. And then weapons and items, and then we're going to wrap this up. Fixed incorrect loading amounts that could occur when consuming a trauma pack. Uh, reload amounts? Like you got more weapon ammo than you should have? Possibly. Uh, all right. Fixed FOV and zoom issues with weapon scopes. Didn't realize that was a problem, but that's good. Fixed weapon sound effects occasionally continuing to play after killing an enemy. That's always exciting when um, this, I feel like this was a thing that they had issues with in Fallout. Fallout 76 didn't. Do you remember? Yeah, this? I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like you'd fight things and they'd shoot and then they'd die and then they'd constantly still make the shooting sound or something. Pew, pew, pew. What if you did that? Like, what if that was just a thing? You know, in real life, that's what I always think. This first place I go. Hmm. What if this is real life? What if what if somebody actually shooting a gun in real life continue to make gun shooting sounds after they all already got no, killed? Take it a step. No, 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 no. Take it a step further. What if the last thing that you said or sound that you made it was uh, like continually replayed after you died? Like it was like, tell my life, I love her. 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 No, that it turned into you know? a, a TikTok. Video. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, that would be weird because like the place of your death would constantly have this echo of, the, of your last words, which would mean that most places people die, like hospitals would be terrible. It would, be, it would just be a cacophony of noise and sound, right? Yeah, like like houses where a murder would happen, you go in a closet and it's just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like, <laughs> <the Right. constant. laughs> Not in the groin! Like, what, what, that's your last words. They're just going to repeat there forever. Um, yep. That's super weird. I also had a theory, real quick, when, uh, when I was younger, that would be really cool if everybody could have their own personal soundtrack that just plays on them all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's just one instrument. So when you are with people you are compatible with, like friends then the music blends together in a very appealing sort of way. But uh, when you yes. meet somebody who you're not compatible with, you know right away because it clashes. Yeah, you're like, oh, banjos and, and like a, a sitar. I don't know what what, cl- what instruments. Right. Or you're just, a, like, this person is a totally different key. It doesn't even work. Um, something like that. All right, last one on the list. Fix an issue that could cause the helmet light to not reappear in third person after a save and load. Oh, and I, there was one before this. I didn't note it. Uh, fixed turret state not being restored properly after a save and load. So, so save and load stuff, making sure that that stuff works correctly. There's a lot of stuff on this list. We jumped over several dozen quest and random encounter updates as well. Yeah, so, like little Jimmy Crack Corn didn't show up to work that day, so you can't go into the quest that says give little Jimmy Crack Corn his fig newtons, you know? Yeah, but then he like, shows up on your ship it. anyway. We did go over that one. As it's a ghost. on the list. Maybe it, it is. Maybe it's not. You'll have to read to find <laughs> out. Have to look it up. Um, I don't know that we know exactly when this is going to be out live for everybody, but it is in the beta, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. So you can go check it out. Uh, be aware you're downloading a beta. They might do other weird stuff, and it probably won't have your characters. You probably just have to make a new character. Yep. Try it out from there. Best kind of fish is the beta. So <laughs> beta fish, um, but they don't like each other. They they fight each other. Um, yeah, you only do, you don't put more than one beta on your computer at a time. You just do one beta at a only time. Only one beta. Each other. Yeah, right. if you're doing it's the Starfield insane. beta, don't go try don't that Diablo do beta. One. Don't do it. Um, all right, that's it for this. Uh, I know we're getting all sorts of updates from Microsoft as we record this today about games like Avowed and an update, a big update coming to ESO this year for the 10-year anniversary. All of that stuff is super exciting. Um, some of that has to do with other shows that I do. I know Lotus and I will be go over and going over the ESO stuff in the Elder Scrolls Lorecast this week. So if you're into that, check that out as well. And Dave, I know, I know you got stuff. Yeah. What's going on with Rad Rolls? Um, Rad Rolls is going through. We've got our uh, second campaign going. Um, We've got like, there's just like a plethora of content. We're like eight episodes deep in it now. We're in uh, the, I think the new setting, we're we're about finished with the Vault of Judgment. And then we're going into my new setting called Electric Frankenstein. (laughs) 
which is, uh, you know, mysterious um, and and fruitful. And uh, there's a lot of storms. It's the post-apocalypse. Zombie robots. Uh, you like zombie robots? Wait, Come hang out. Wait, you Come like listen. What, zombies Come enjoy. And robots, but zombie ro- both? Yeah, zombie robots. You see, the electricity of the robots causes them to um, reanimate and like because they're from the the scrapyard of robots. And so, oh. like, imagine like Gen One sense, but they're like are all hands or whatever. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Like the Toy Story One characters that were over in Sid's house. The but toys. Robots. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds terrifying. That's what, that's what everybody's fighting right now. I like that. Can we get that? Hey Bethesda, can we get that in Fallout? I mean, you add a 76 fun. or like, you know, the next Fallout game or whatever. That'd be cool. It's it's like I'm making Fallout stories that I want Bethesda to make in my own head. Wow. You're all about songs today. This is great. I am. All I'm, right. You know I'm going to sing songy mood today, <laughs> Tom. Let's end this show. Let's end the show. That's going to do it for this show. You know where all the episodes for the podcast are. Whatever you're listening to this on, you can probably listen to any of the shows that we've mentioned or go to robotsradio.net. There's links over there. And we will be back next week with a regular lore episode. I hope you are all enjoying this game and anything else you're doing. Also, just a reminder... Go check out Games Done Quick. They're doing an event. They do an event twice a year. This one's awesome. Games Done Quick. It runs for a week, 24-7 speed running stuff. I'm not officially associated with them, but it's one of my favorite events of the year. And they raise millions of dollars over the week for cancer. So if you know anyone who has struggled with cancer or worse, go check it out. It's super cool to watch people break. I think they're playing. I think they might have already played. They already played Starfield. So there's probably in the VODs somewhere you can watch them speed run Starfield in like 45 minutes. It's ridiculous. I know that probably isn't the exact amount of time, but it's a ridiculous amount of time and totally worth checking out. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Go check that stuff out. Thank you for being here. We'll be back next week. And until then, stay safe out there in that crazy universe and take care of your little asteroid pet that follows your ship around. See you later, everybody. That you enjoyed this show. Did you know that parodies are copyright protected? Tell a friend and review on iTunes or other services. Dave and Tom, excited for Starfield. Let's all speculate and wear no shoes. Hey, why aren't we wearing any shoes? Because shoes rhymes with iTunes, and that's the best I could think of. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.